So tonight we're going to learn a vart from Rav Schwab on Parshas Achrei Mais, which is one of the two Parshas this week. And it's going to be a, a beautiful idea about the Maila of Eretz Yisrael. I figured that since today was Hayyar, so I think, you know, Napoteris, you know, any, any political, religious holidays, but just because... Uh, it was a day that, that that many are marking on the calendar as uh, as a day that we celebrate and we commemorate the founding of Eretz Yisrael of the of the modern day Medina. So let's see Rav Schwab's um, uh, beautiful ideas about the Milas of Eretz Yisrael. The pasuk says, "Vatitma haaretz," that you defy the the land will be defiled. And I will um, count its averis, Aleha. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to settle the score. And the land itself will spit out its inhabitants. Meaning, if you're not behaving in an appropriate manner when you're living in Eretz Yisrael, then be very careful because the land is going to spit you out. The Ramban, Herach B'Maylas Eretz Yisrael, the Ramban explains that Eretz Yisrael is not a normal country. Eretz Yisrael is not a country in America, in England, in, in Africa. Nobody cares whether you're doing good, whether you're doing bad. The, the soil itself has no skin in the game as far as whether the people are doing good. It's just, it's just inanimate soil. It's a piece of real estate. That's all it is. Eretz Yisrael almost is lifelike. The land of Eretz Yisrael is so holy and has such a, uh, an essence to it that the land itself, whatever this means, is unable to be soival. It can't tolerate people that are sinning on it. So if you're living in other parts of the world and you're doing Averis, that's not good because of your neshama, because of you know, the global Kedusha in the world, but the land itself has no, the, the, you're not going to get necessarily spit out of America if you're not Shemr Shabbos. But, you know, and if, if Klai Yisrael as a whole, Chalilah is Shemr Shabbos or is a similar, whatever, that's not, but Eretz Yisrael is very sensitive to Ivre Averis. Rav Schwab writes, Ein bi'echalteinu l'galois teres hanista shel Ramban, I'm sorry, I skipped the last line, he explains it, and the Ramban there ends, there is a great secret involved in this. When the Ramban, a lot of the Ramban, I don't know if anyone has really delved too deeply into the Ramban, but much of the Ramban is about Nistar. It's, it's, about, um, it's about, it's Kabbalistic ideas. Some of the Ramban is very difficult to understand. Uh, some of it is, is more understandable, but there are parts of the Ramban, you just like, as soon as he says about Teres Hanistar or Chachmas Hanistar, uh, many people just like, just skip to the next piece because you know it's, it's way above your pay grade. The Ramban is, was uh, among everything else. The Ramban was like one of these personalities that was everything. He was the Gadladar, he was the, you know, the Ramban wrote the greatest Pirish on Chumash that we have, you know, after, after, Rashi, uh, the Ramban has a Purish on Shas. He was a tremendous, huge, you know, Talmudist, and he was uh, 
he was a leader, he was a Jewish leader, he went to Eretz Yisrael, he, he, he planted, set roots in Eretz Yisrael when it was sort of desolate, the land. So he was a, a, a very, very unique figure in Jewish history. So Rav Schwab writes that we can't obviously reveal or know how to reveal the Tarasanista, this Kabbalistic um, thing that the Ramban is trying to say here. But even simple people like us, says Rav Schwab, Rav Schwab was hardly a simple person, but he very often throughout the Sefer at least describes himself as somebody uh, very Pashut. And there's something that we can take from it with a regular cup, without a Kabbalistic mind, just in a regular Pshuta Shalmikra type of way, and it's as follows. And now we're going to be treated to Rav Schwab's uh, understanding of Eretz Yisrael and how it operates. Adam We know that the essence of man is from dirt. We say this every Yom Neiram, Adam Yisaydame Afar, Vesayfei Lafar. We come from earth and we're going to return to earth and we come from dust. That's our, our DNA is really founded on dirt. Pirish me Afar. So which Afar are we from? Sounds like, it sounds like a terrible thing. We're from dirt, we're nothing, we're nobody. But he says we're not from no, we're not from shvacha dirt. We're not from dirt from you know from from down the block from one fiftieth street. We're dirt from Eretz Yisrael. The dust that man is created from is a very holy dust. It's a dust of Eretz Yisrael. Can my marimzal me makam kaparas and ivra? This is something that Rashi uh, that the Rambam brings in Hilchos Beis of as he as he references. Man was created. All man was created me makam kaparase. From the place of his kapara, where is that? Where is the makam of the kapara of man? It's in Eretz Yisrael. Where in Eretz Yisrael? What? The makam of Where the Beis Hamikdash was built, the makam of and the Rambam and the Hilchas Beis Habachira there gives a whole history lesson. What took place on that very spot? This is the place that the world was created from. This is the place that Adam brought karbanis. This is the place that Nayach came to bring Karbanis. This is the place that the Avis brought Karbanis. This is the place the Beis HaMikdush was built, that Akedah Sislik took place on. This is a very historic spot, but besides for everything else, man was created from the dirt taken from that holy spot on planet Earth. That Adam was me makam kaparasin, the place of your atonement, the Mizbeach, which atones for man through the Karbanis that are brought, that's where man's dirt, man's essence is founded in. There's a special bechina of the dirt of Eretz Yisrael. Probably bring in two specimens, one of soil from Eretz Yisrael and one soil from, uh, from uh, England, you probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Nevertheless, but for some reason, whatever grows in Eretz Yisrael has a special Kedusha. Kedusha. 
There's something about the, the land, the soil of Eretz Yisrael that's extremely holy, extremely special. It might look like a regular farmland. You pass by in your car when you're coming from the airport, you see all these farms on both sides of the, of the road. Um, you know, going through Shalayim, there's a lot of fields. It looks like it could be in Iowa also, but it's not Iowa. It's a completely different area. The Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is extremely holy and it's, and it's unique. It's the only place in the world that has land that has such Kedusha. Ukvar Amr Chazal Kaladar Eretz Yisrael Daima Kimishi If you're living in Eretz Yisrael, it's like you have a God, very hard Gemara to understand. And the flip side, the chaladar b'chutzlaretz. And if you're living in chutzlaretz, daima kemisha ein It's like you don't have a god. If you're living outside of the borders of Eretz Yisrael, Chazal characterize it as people that are godless people. Rachman al-Zan. Shneimer l'asuzcham meseretz kanan liyes l'chem l'likim. Laimar l'chashigal dar b'chutzlaretz kilo eved avay dezara. It's like you're eved avay dezara. We're just rushing through this. That was tantamount as if he was serving idols. There's a famous question here. How can you say this? I mean, you know, whenever you see this Gemara, you start feeling guilty. You start like, you know, calling nefesh benefesh and saying, maybe, you know, we have to make Aliyah. I don't want to be like one of these guys that are not, you know, Eved Hashem. I want. I don't want to be an Eved Eved Zara. We have to get back to Eretz Yisrael ASAP. And that might be true, but, you know, you have to scratch your head and say, wait a minute, I'm not the only Jew in the history of the world that lives outside of Eretz Yisrael. All of the Chachame, all the Chachme HaGemara, the Gemara that you learn in the mornings, right? Most of the Amiram lived in, in, uh, in, in Babylonia, right? You have Abaya, you have Rabba, you have uh, so a few of them that live, or Yechanan lived in Eretz Yisrael, but, right? but, uh, but a lot of them, mo- uh, most of them lived in Chutzlaret. So you're, you're, you're tarring and feathering. It's one thing you want to tar and feather me for living outside Eretz Yisrael, but, you're, but it's a pretty bold statement to make that Every single Jew that lives out of Eretz, outside of Eretz Yisrael is like being Eved Eved Zara. Like, how does that? Rav Meisher Feinstein was Eved Eved Zara. Rav Shach was Rav Rudiman was Eved Eved Zara. It doesn't make sense, right? How could that be? Ulahavin calls that Namshil Mashal Begufav. So Rav Shach is going to explain it. He says, "Listen, there's a Mashal, the body of a person." Sheish by basar gidim ba'atzamis. What does it have inside of a body? There's flesh, and there is sinews, and there's bones. Umisha mistakul amayach shebekadkaid. Einai raya ki im basar shu murkav me aisam ha'yisedishal sharchal keagov. If you look at the brain inside a skull, all you see is what you see. Basically, looks like flesh. Has anyone ever seen a human brain? An actual human brain? Not in a picture of it, a real brain? Okay, but a human brain. I heard once that, I don't know if it's true, but that when Einstein died, 
I think it was Einstein, he dedicated his, his body to science. And they, they took out his brain and they cut it up into many pieces and, they, and, and all the big labs in the world were given a piece of Einstein. I don't know if it's true. But somebody, I think I once had a professor that said that he saw Einstein, he saw a piece of Einstein's brain. Anyway, but if you look at, if you look at a brain, a brain is something that it has, you know, it looks sort of flesh-like. It looks like, you know, it doesn't look much different than the rest of the body. Uh, it, lo- it, has, it has very similar components to it. The but what is lying in the brain? What's, what's, what, what does the brain have? The brain is not just another organ. The brain is not a kidney, and it's not a liver, and it's not a heart. It's something that is, is so packed with, with all of, the, all of the, the, the needs of man is in the brain. The, the ability to see comes from the brain. If, if something is wrong with the brain and something gets severed in the brain, you know, then that's it. The person can't see. Person, the hearing comes from the brain. The, the whole nervous system and the, the spinal cord, everything is from the brain. If a person gets a stroke in the brain or, or, somebody, or gets shot or something happens or they have to take out a piece of the brain for whatever reason, that could affect things that you don't even know, you know, besides for the thought process and everything else, but the brain is really the, it's the, uh, the war room and the, uh, it's the, like, the, the, the energy, the battery of the entire body, in a sense. All of human emotion is totally in the brain. Also, you could think with this brain, the so it's something that, you know, if you put it on a table, you might easily confuse the brain with, with a different part of the body, but it ain't another part of the body. The brain is the body. The brain is, is the powerhouse of the entire body. Everything is in the brain. Everything. And this is a muscle for how the world works and how Israel specifically works. Kain Afar Admas Eretz HaKadosh, Hu Dugmas HaMayach, L'chal Afres Tevel. The Eretz Yisrael, if you would compare it to a body, the world to a body, Eretz Yisrael would be the brain. The rest of the, bo- the, rest of the world would be the rest of the body. And there is a spirituality to it. There is a holy spirituality, a godliness. Just like the Neshama. It's interesting, the Neshama is really in the Mayach. I think a lot of us believe that the neshama is here, right? And there is parts of there. There's there's three different things. There's there's ruach, nefesh, and neshama, right? It's three different types of the soul as three different parts. But the neshama is is on the mayach. It's like it's in the it's like over here. It's on on top of your head, like by the brain. That's where your neshama lies. There's nefesh. Nefesh, I think, is. Uh, Nefesh is more in the middle of the body. Um, it's said like the kidneys. The kidneys. The kidneys represent the nefesh. The nefesh is the kidneys, and and so and the ruach is in the like the heart. Heart, yeah. Okay, thank you. So that's right. So there's there's the kidneys, and then there's the heart, and then there's the brain. So the neshama is in the mayachadam, 
And that's chelak lekami mal. That's a piece of God. Kaviyocho asher napach ba'apov who breathed into man. Kain he hakedusha sheitviyah kadoshvarch ba'amasagodesh. So just like man has has the neshama in his brain, so Hakadosh Baruch Hu put the main kedusha in the Holy Land. Whoever sanctifies himself and stands in Eretz Yisrael, it's like you have a special connection with Hashem. The Al Shem Kesher Halaz he has this, one of the names of Hashem is Haaretz, we call him. He's the God of the land, because he's connected to the land. There's something that connects Hashem to the land. It's true, you're, you're deprived and you're deficient if you are not living in Eretz Yisrael. There is, if and you're not in Eretz Yisrael, so you're detached from a, from a certain bechina of Hashem. Obviously, we, we serve Hashem, we daven to Hashem, Hashem listens to us even chutzlars. But insofar as the fact that Eretz Yisrael has the main hashras hashchina, is is mashra there in great concentration and. So if you're if you're zeichet to live in Eretz Yisrael, you're like soaking that up day and night. But if you're living in Chutzaretz, you're not. You're just you're away. You're like not in the brain. You're you're in the toe. You're in the hand, but you're not in the brain. This is what Chazal mean when they say that if you live in Chutzaretz, it's like you don't have a God. It doesn't mean that you don't have a God. We have a God. But relatively speaking, it's like you don't have a God. The people that live in Eretz Yisrael, that are Zechel live in Eretz Yisrael, they have a very close connection to Hashem. Because Hashem is there in great concentration. Hashem is everywhere. But He's there, He's attached to the ground, He gives Kedusha there. So if you're living in Eretz Yisrael, you are, you are so connected to Hashem. Relative to, to a person living in our soul, we are in contrast. Kilo, we don't have. Of course, we have a God, but if you're doing relativity, relativity is something that would would deem people that live outside of Eretz Yisrael as if they don't have a God relative to people in Eretz Yisrael. Vadagish al hamila loy eleka klima shachaser loy to him to me. We're lacking the Isai Hakeshim Akadish Barchalik Haaretz, Hamayucha, Dafko Hadar, Baritz Israel. He's special. He serves those that live in Eretz Israel, Bimuchad. Ulufichach Amru Chazal Kilo Ever Avede Zara. Pirish Avede Hashem Shi Zara, Kamelim Acherim. Kleimer Shena Karbakash Barchal, you're not as close to Hashem Kamea Kurba, Sheshem Akadish Barchal, Baritz Israel. Ubizman Hazat. So Rav Schwab ends like this. He says that nowadays, that our city, Yerushalayim, has been destroyed and the Beis HaMikdash is in ruins. We say, because of our sins, we were exiled from our land. But additionally, we say, we were we were sent away, far away from our land. Sha'afim anu darim which means to say, and this is a strong message, 
that even those who live in Eretz Yisrael today, meaning, not only were we expelled from our land, but even those who live in Eretz Yisrael today are not what they used to be. It's not, that Gemara might not be as apropos as it was in the time that, that there was a Beis HaMikdash. When there was a Beis HaMikdash, then, then the contrast was that much stronger between the people who lived in Eretz Yisrael where there was the Shechinah and everything was there and people who lived outside of it. How can you live outside of Eretz Yisrael when you have an opportunity to go to Eretz Yisrael and Mamish live with the Shechinah? But nowadays, he says that we were Nisra Chaktim Al Maseinu, Shafimanu Darm Baritz Yisrael, even if we're living in Eretz Yisrael, Nisra Chaktim Akdushma, is there Kedushas Haaretz today? There is a little bit of it, but it's not the same. During the times of the Nevi'im, the Bayes Rishon, the Tanam during the Bayesheni, until Akedush has mercy on us, and it should be soon. You know, I don't, I don't want to talk about you know the politics of of Yom Atzmot, you know, whether you say halal, you don't say halal, it is a yantiv, it isn't a yantiv. You know, my rabbeim, you know, my personal messiah is that you don't say halal, and you say regular tachanon, and, and you know, there are paiskim that discuss this, and you can find paiskim across the board, but generally, Kla Yisrael, you know, the paiskim, the general accepted paiskim in Kla Yisrael have felt that although the miracle of Eretz Yisrael, of the fact that we have a Medina, is unbelievable, Siat Dishmaya and HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the greatest blessing by giving us the land back after thousands of years and by enabling us to have a strong, uh, you know, a strong military and, and a, you know, and a government and, and we're able to go back and forth and live there and have freedom there and, and have access to the Mekhemi These are uh, incredible brachas that our generation were for some reason zeichet to that our great-grandparents couldn't dream about. It wouldn't be, it would be impossible for wherever your great-grandparents came from, your great-great-grandparents, you know, whether it was in Poland or Russia or uh, Morocco or wherever it may be, you know, for them to fathom that someday they would be able to live in a land, you know, before Mashiach comes and back in Eretz Israel with, with buses and Shmir Shabbos and shuls and Kailim and it's, it's a dream that came true in our time. And we have, have to have tremendous hakaras of life. It's not, this is not about, it's just, hal, it's a halacha question. It's not about gratitude. You have to have tremendous gratitude for HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael. But it's about, halachically, does it warrant halal being said? And it's a, it's a very big sugya, it's a very big uh, debate, and there's, but the G'dayle Apaiskim that we follow, generally speaking, you know, say that there's no halal and there's no, and for whatever reason, without getting into all the, all the specifics, why it's not a day that warrants halal. And if you say halal, then you have Paiskim that, that to rely on. If you said halal today, that's, that's you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to talk anyone out of saying halal, if that's their minig, if that's what you want to do. But one thing that Rav Schwab is, is two things Rav Schwab taught us tonight. 
The first thing is how amazing Eretz Yisrael is, the special nature of Eretz Yisrael, the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael, that Eretz Yisrael is the brain of the world. All of the holiness and all of the neshama of the world is in Eretz Yisrael. That's number one. And the second thing is that even though we have Eretz Yisrael in our hands, it's a Jewish government and we are able to go freely back and forth, no one's telling us where we can go, where we can't go, for the most part, but we're not there yet. Until Mashiach comes, we're still in this Rachakna Malamasenu. Even if you're living in Eretz Yisrael, you are not living in it's not it's not Mashiach times. We're not when Mashiach comes, there's he rebuilds the base of Mikdash, Sashra Sashrina again in the base of Mikdash, there's the Avedis Akarbanas, there's the the Ludiyim, that's the day and age that we're longing for. When we say, when you're sitting by this Pesach Seder, you're saying, well, maybe you might have even said it in your Shalayim. Right? How do people in your Shalayim, it always bother me, people in your Shalayim, I'm here. If we cross that, that part out of, the, out of the Haggadah, obviously not. Right? Even people living in your Shalayim, they say because it's Lashana Yerushalayim Habenuyah. The rebuilt Yerushalayim, the, the Yerushalayim that we dream about is not the Yerushalayim of today. That's a dream, but that's not the ultimate dream. It's a great first step, and, and Eretz Yisrael is amazing. I'm looking forward next week. I'm going there myself for a week uh, to recruit for Yeshiva and to, for my son's Anachas Tvilin. Um, but, so I'm very excited to go, and I love being there. But it's not, and this isn't being Maitzi Laz in Eretz Yisrael, it's not, we're not there yet. We're not there. It's not, this is, we're, we're hopefully very close to it. But the Kedusha that, and that's why, you know, how you tell me all the Ga'inim, all the Amirayim, the Rishayim, they didn't live, most of them didn't live in Eretz Yisrael, and they're Daimakin like, no, it means that, relatively speaking, to the people who live in Eretz Yisrael, you know, they weren't as Zaychet to the Shechina as people in Eretz Yisrael. But even nowadays, he says, the people that are living in Israel, and, and you have to give them a lot of credit for living in Israel, and they, they definitely get tremendous chus for, for being in, in a country, in a land that has so much kedusha at every step, of the, every step you take. But they also um, do not have the full kesher and iskarbis takarish baruchu until Mashiach comes, until there is the Beis HaMikdash with the Shechina fully present, then we're not that much worse off than the people in Eretz Yisrael. So you shouldn't feel, if you want to move to Eretz Yisrael, that's a wonderful thing. And it's great to live in Eretz Yisrael. It's a wonderful place to be. The Kedusha and the, the Avir and everything is amazing. And we're not here to in any way, you know, dampen the mood of, of people that want to live in Eretz Yisrael. I certainly want to live in Eretz Yisrael. But in ter- until, as long as we're in Gaulus, people in Eretz Yisrael are also in Gaulus. It's not that there is... A, a major, major contrast today between living outside of Israel and in Israel. During the time of the Nevi'im, during the time of the, uh, of, of the Tanoim, they're living in Israel and you're living in America, you know, whatever, you're living outside of Israel. Get yourself into Israel because you're missing out on a lot relative to what's going on there. But today, if you live in Israel, it's amazing. But if you're living in Chutzar, that could be amazing also. Wherever you are today, 
the contrast is, is, is less. And if you have a mission here in America that you're doing, you're going to school, you're, you're, you, know, you have a job here, you're raising a family, whatever your cheshman, you don't have to like walk around feeling guilty for what a waste of a life. I'm not living in Eretz Yisrael, Bektushim Yes, could it be better if you're living in Israel? Possibly. But if you're doing something here, that's a life also. That's also, when Mashiach comes, then if you're not in Eretz Yisrael, then you're missing out on a lot. And that's when, you know, the contrast is going to be so, so stark that you're going to be guilty of, of Kimishen Lelaka. But it seems from what Rashab is saying is that nowadays it, the lines have been a lot, blurred a lot between Eretz Yisrael and Chutzlarth because we don't have the, the base of Mikdash. We don't have the full dose of Kedusha. There is Kedusha Saharitz Israel. We have Trumas and Maestros in Eretz Israel, right? There is Kedusha Saharitz as far as a lot of Dinam are concerned. But as far as the Shechina, that Kesher Miyuchad that HaKadosh Baruch has with the people that live in Eretz Israel, which is, it seems like it exists today as well, but not to the degree that the people who live outside of Eretz Israel are that much behind the people living in Eretz Israel. I think that, I think I've, captured sort of what Rishwab is trying to convey. I hope I did. If I don't, then, then it's on me. But I think that is a message. And I think it's an important message because a lot of people, especially people that have ambitions and aspirations, wonderful aspirations, to move to Israel someday, sometimes they, they feel like as long as they're in America, they're like third-class citizens. And they have to get back to Israel because you can't serve Hashem in Chutzlitz. You cannot. And, and Rishwab is sort of... Uh, of, of shattering that myth. As long, wherever you are, there's opportunities to serve Hashem. And you have to fully embrace those opportunities and appreciate those opportunities. It could be in America, it could be in, in Honolulu, it could be in, uh, in, 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 in Singapore, wherever you are, there's a Rabbi Yishalem. And you could serve him, you could dab, and you could learn. And Eretz Yisrael is extra special, but it shouldn't make you feel like, you know, that you're not worthy of any, uh, of being even called a Jew because it says, it's Kmishen Lelika. Yes, when there's Ashras Ashkina, true. But nowadays, it's uh, wherever you are, uh, it's good. You have to do your Avedis Hashem. You have to live your mission fully. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is here um, as well. And we'll end with that. <laughs>